We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 7 o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That's how you get aboard on this Thursday night. And I... um. I know. I think I heard Jody counting the hours. I've heard a lot of hosts counting the hours over the past couple of days. I'm bad at that. How many hours are we away? About 48 or so, I think. Right? I think. You know, I think we're 49 or so hours away from kickoff. Tucker's looking at me puzzled, which means he's bad at math too. We're about 49 or 50 hours away, I believe, from kickoff at the link. Is that two days? 48 would be two days exactly. And then plus another would be 49. 49 out. What? Well, it's like 12 minutes too, right? 49 hours, 12 minutes. Yeah, Something were you impressed like, yesterday at the meeting? Merrill had it down to the second. Well, it was that was it was Merrill. I have, I've heard Jody doing. Jody did it the other night. I was like, how does he even count that? I was like eighty nine hours and something. Yeah, Merrill did it last night. We were hanging out here, so hours are out there. Here's what I know: two nights from now, the Eagles and the Giants at the link. And and here's some good news, and it's it's excellent news for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts hasn't been on the injury report all week. He's not even listed. No injury designation for Jalen Hurts. You know what that means? The guy that has been an MVP candidate, a guy that led this team to four, a 14-1 and record while he's been out there, is back. And that changes everything about the present. It changes everything about the next couple weeks. It changes this Eagles team ceiling because I, I will be totally honest with this. The quarterback that played in Week 18, I was there at the link, the Eagles can't win a playoff game with him as the quarterback. And I know it was, I know it was Jalen Hurts, but that version of Jalen Hurts, the Eagles can't win with that. Yeah, they could beat the Giants' backups with that version of Jalen Hurts, but they cannot win playoff games with that version of Jalen Hurts. And it comes down to this for me. And I'm curious where everyone falls in this. 215-592-9494. When they take the field, 49 hours, whatever, we're going to screw this math up throughout the show tonight. When they take the field against the Giants on Saturday night, the Eagles need Jalen Hurts to be healthy enough to do this. Run the football and poses a threat to run the football. That is the most important thing for this offense. I, I'm not saying he has to run the ball 17 times. I'm not, not, not sitting here telling him they need to run him recklessly and get him hurt again. I'm not trying to say that. But what I am trying to say is I don't believe Jalen Hurts, this offense, this coaching staff, the whole thing. It's not just about him, but it, the, the whole thing. I don't believe this offense can function if he is just a pocket quarterback. I don't. I know he's had some good games this year as a pocket quarterback. He almost strictly has one. Titans game, Steelers game. He's played well. But the threat of the run game, the threat of his legs, opens everything up. You know why Jalen Hurts has been the best quarterback in the NFL against cover one, man-on-man coverage? Well, yeah, he has two good receivers. He has Devontae Smith. He has A.J. Brown who could beat corners one-on-one. But he knows exactly where the matchups are because they have to think about him in the running game. That's what's made this offense so dynamic that if you ignore Hurts, he takes off and he runs like he did, let's say, against the Lions in week one. Or he did against the Bears the game he got hurt. You know, Packers, right? The Packers game where they basically said, we gotta, we got to sell out for the pass and we're going to blitz off the edge. And if Jalen gets around the edge, oh, no, whatever. Well, he, he torched them for one of the great rushing games in NFL history as a quarterback. His ability to do both 
has made this offense as great as it's been this year. And you go back to Week 18 against the Giants. He played. I thought he threw it okay. I mean, I, I didn't sense anything with his shoulder that he couldn't throw the football. He threw it fine for the most part. And the Eagles barely scored because the Giants pretty much early in that game realized he's not running. We don't have to defend the run. We could just devote everything to the pass, and we're not going to let him kill us down the field. It's not going to be big plays. It's not going to be game. And the red zone was a disaster in that game because the Giants knew he wasn't going to run. So Jalen Hurts is better. He's healthy. And I think the throwing will be fine. But I think he needs to run. 215-592-9494. Do you believe the Eagles can win playoff games if Jalen Hurts is only playing as a pocket quarterback, only throwing the football. I don't. He needs to run, and I want Jalen Hurts to run on Sunday. I, I know we always think about protecting the best players here. Listen, this is the postseason. They got to go out. They got to do what they got to do to win the football game. They need Jalen Hurts' legs as part of this game to win the game. It makes the run game better at Miles Sanders. It makes the red zone game better with everything because the Giants have to, they have to respect that. And in Week 18 when he came back, and again, I thought he threw the ball relatively well. The Giants didn't respect that because they knew he wasn't going to run. Everyone knew he wasn't going to run coming off the injury. He has to be able to run on Sunday. Is he healthy? Yeah, It sounds like he is. Jalen Hurts is off the injury report, but he has to be able to run on Saturday night against the Giants. 215-592-9494. Do you believe the Eagles could win this game, playoff games, if Hurts is just a thrower? I don't think they can. They need him back to his full dynamic self. Like that, as I think about this game on Saturday, I'm thinking about a potential title game against the Cowboys or the Niners. I just keep coming back to this. I don't care if he's in pain. I don't care if he's fully, you know, I'm, I'm not in his body. I don't know how he feels. We're going to let you hear what, what Sal Palantonio had to say today. But I, I don't know where Jalen Hurts is physically. I know he's healthy enough to not be listed on the injury report. That's a great thing. But I do know when the games start. Giants and then either the Cowboys or the 49ers. If the Eagles are going to move on, they need Jalen Hurts to play like Jalen Hurts. Because if he is a skim milk version of himself, if he's a watered-down version of the player he was all year, I don't think it's good enough. 215-592-9494. Let's listen to Sal Palantonio today on Get Up ESPN talking about this. And and you'll hear in the beginning there's some good news. It makes you feel good. But then there's I still think that trepidation, and I hope it doesn't bleed into the game plan. Here's Sal Palantonio. In practice this week, it's been a full go for Jalen Hurts. The ball, I'm told, has plenty of zip, plenty of accuracy. He's very decisive with the football, a lot of velocity. And the trajectory of the ball is the normal Jalen Hurts. He's moving around very well. Nick Sirianni has taken the restrictor plate off and told him it's time to go. And that is the message that Jalen Hurts has told his teammates behind the scenes. As Bart Scott said earlier, by any means necessary, we got to get it done. But what we don't know, Greeny, is very important. We don't know how that shoulder is going to react after he gets hit. Everybody's eyes will be on number one, pregame and during the game. How is he moving? How is he throwing the ball downfield after he gets hit? Gets hit. How does he react? All of those things are unknowable. And when you have a great unknown like this, it adds so much suspense and drama to a football game or to a story like this. It really can't be overlooked. Well, it can't, and I agree with that. And it does that. I mean, it adds that because we don't know. Until we watch it on Saturday, we don't know. Here's what I feel good about. He's off the injury report. He, he's not on limited. His shoulders, nothing. I don't think it's going to affect him throwing at all. We watched him in the Chicago game. After the injury, he threw fine through it. 
We watched him come back against the Giants in Week 18, and I thought he threw the ball fine. You know, off, and he was hurting that day. They said. Now he said two weeks off. Is he going to be a runner on 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 Saturday night? He needs to be. For the Eagles to beat the Giants and then to beat the Niners or the Cowboys next week, they need the full jail on Hurts. I, I like what they said. The restrictor plates are off. It's time to go. 215-592-9494. Do you believe Jalen Hurts needs to run and play like himself in order to win this game? Or do you think he just throw throw the ball and and not run as much and they'll be fine? I don't. Tucker, what are you feeling on this? Because I, I do think the Eagles are better than the Giants, and, and they might be able to get through doing it in a skimmed-down version. But if the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, if they're going to get to the Super Bowl, they need Jalen Hurts to play like Jalen Hurts. I agree, and I think one of the reasons why Jalen Hurts played at an MVP level was because of his dual third. I thought it was silly that when comparing him to Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, whoever it may be, you only compared passing numbers. Like, that's silly to me. Jalen Hurts is capable of doing so much more. He certainly passed at an elite level this season, and when you add in the rushing factor, I mean, that's what makes this offense go, especially in the red zone. And we saw it against the Giants the other night. The offense moved the ball between the 20s. No problem. They marched up and down the field, but they went one for five in the red zone with Jalen Hurts stuck in the pocket. And I think against this Giants team, well, I don't think is very talented, but they play fundamentally sound football. They were second in giveaways this season. They won't They won't beat themselves. And if the Eagles are going to win, they're going to need to convert those red zone opportunities yep. against a, key, a team that is top five in the red zone, both offensively and defensively. So if Jalen Hurts running is what unlocks that and is what makes them the second best red zone offense in football this season, they're going to have to get him running. I mean, they won games without him running the season. He ran twice against Pittsburgh. They put up 35, ran five times against Tennessee, put up 35, only ran seven times against the Giants the first time. They put up 48 points. They're capable of doing it, but if that threat isn't there and if they're unable to move the ball through the air in the red zone, yeah, you got to get him out on the ground and you got to get him moving. You do. 215-592-9494. I believe the Eagles need to use Jalen Hurts' legs. It has to be a major part of the game on Saturday and moving forward in the playoffs. It can't just be, well, he's back, he had a shoulder injury, he's just a pocket passer. That's not good enough. Jalen Hurts is a, is a good thrower, but this offense works because the defense has to respect that he might take off and burn them in the run game. Last time they played the Giants when he was full go, you know, in, in early December, he had 77 yards rushing. It's a major part of Jalen Hurts' game. It always will be. 215-592-9494. I believe the Eagles need Hurts' legs in order to win in the playoffs, not just his arm. Agree, disagree, let's talk through this because I, I think it's a major part of the storyline of this playoffs. Is he is he healthy now? Yes. Are they worried he's going to get hurt again and he doesn't run as much? I don't know. You know that we find out. We start finding that out on Saturday night. Andrew. In Happer. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, Andrew. What are you thinking? No, I just, I was just, uh, I literally just put on the radio. I, I, I was listening to you talk about Jalen, and um, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, he's, he has to be on leash. This guy, he, he needs to get at least 10 to 12 carries. Uh, maybe not designed, but, you know, in order for him, in order for this offense to be able to put up 30 plus points, he's going to have to be unpredictable as possible, whether it's through the RPO, uh, throwing deep balls, throwing short, shallow crosses, slants, whatever he has to do to make this team uh, the most potent it can be on on offense. Um, But defensively-wise, I I think we're just going to be too much for those guys. I know they have the good running game with Saquon, and he's he's probably top two running backs in the league. Um, but I think we're going to show them things that they've never seen. And I know Dayball Dayball's a good coach, 
but um, they can only do so much with the, with the guys you have on the field. Um, and players make plays. I, I, I'm just predicting us to get a couple interceptions, whether it's from Bradbury, CJG, Darius Slay. But I think Jalen Hurts, he rushes for at least, a, I, I would say, a couple touchdowns. Um, I know he's, he's a little banged up, but you have, this, is, this is the playoffs. This is divisional round playoffs. This is no joke. And he's trying to make a, a big contract happen for him. So, I mean, this, you know, Nick Sirianni wants to see him get that. Well, so of course. And, 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 Andrew, they need it. And I think what you said there, you know, just doing it a few times early, I think, opens everything up. Because last time they, they played, and Andrew, I appreciate the call, man. I appreciate listening. When these two teams played in Week 18, it was pretty pretty obvious early in the game. Jalen Hurts was not going to run the football. Like, just he wasn't. And I also thought, and we know the Giants, one of the most blitz-happy teams in the NFL this year, Wink Martindale as a defensive coordinator, they kept blitzing because they were like, wait a second, he's not going to run. He's going to have to throw it short, so he's going to have less deep passes, and he's probably just going to get rid of the ball. And even if it's incomplete, like he he just doesn't want to get hit. So I, you know, early in this game, when when the Gi- I, I I'm guessing the Giants are going to come after Hurts early. My, my guess is Martindale is going to blitz him very early in the game. It's just see how he responds. Like could he be, could he beat them on a big pass in the first quarter, and they look like idiots? I mean that could happen. But I I just think Week Martindale and the Giants defense are going to say, all right, let's test them. Let's come after him and see if he is able to stand in and take a hit as he throws. Is he willing to do that? And is he going to run on us? Remember the Lions game in week one, all those blitzes that came in, and he just ran for first end after first down? That won that game. And he was he, he was willing to do it, obviously. It was week one, and, and he, he played very well. Like, we're going to find out early Saturday if he's willing, and I think they need him to run to win playoff games. I'm not saying he has to have 17 carries, but the threat of his run, it makes Miles Sanders better. The threat of his run puts one extra guy in the box and leaves one-on-one on the outside for Devontae and A.J. Brown. It's, it's the, His dual threat ability is the reason why good players became a great unit. I really believe that. Like They went from, oh, they're talented, they could be pretty good, to, oh, they're the best team in the league because he just it, you don't know, you have to pick your poison. And if it's just one, if it's just throwing... That's that changes everything. I think Jalen Hurts needs to run and go back to the way he was playing immediately. Saturday, Malik is in Mount Airy. What do you think, Malik? I gotta be honest. I think we can. Here's the thing: it all depends on what Shane Steichen schemes up. Because if you come out and he can, he's shown you he can stand in a pocket and pick a team apart. He knows how to do that. He can read. You know, the, the, the moniker was he couldn't read defense. But he showed you, I will literally pick you apart. The difference is what we have to do is not only establish the running game because they're the worst team in the end, one of the worst teams in the NFL against the run. Establish it and use it as a weapon, not as, okay, I'm a pass. Like last, what, two weeks ago, you come out knowing your quarterback is hurting, pass ball, nine consecutive plays. That's insane. Well, but 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 it's but it is in, but it isn't, Malik. I mean, if he couldn't run, it's safer to throw the ball. If if he can't run, then what's the running game? This running game's not very good without Jalen Hurts. It's just not a very good running game. You got a you got a thousand yards. No, nah, but Malik, 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 yeah, Malik, Miles Sanders is an okay running back who looks better because Jalen Hurts opens holes for him. He's not that. If 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 Jalen Hurts is just handing it off to Miles Sanders, you really think he has a thousand yards if it's just regular handoffs? Absolutely. No. Here's, here's, what you, here's what you're asking yourself. Okay, let's let's just say we're going to go with what you just said. So what you're saying is they're going to stop Miles Sanders from averaging 5.1. We're going to drop somebody else in the box. What does that mean? 
One more person in the box means you got single high face. Yeah, but no, no one's, no one's putting single coverage on both. No, nah, but teams. but defenses are not putting extra guys in the box for Miles Sanders. He didn't. He's not scaring teams. Jalen Hurts scares teams. That's why there's extra guy in the box. And Malik, I understand your point. Like last time, they threw it a lot, and his sh- shoulder was sore, and that was frustrating. Malik, I appreciate it. But listen. I'm not putting the season on 25 carries on Miles Sanders. Does anyone watch Miles Sanders on the stretch of the season? I know Tucker and I have. Miles had a lot of comments this week about about the doubters and the fuel. I mean, I, I think he was about the evening show. Did you see him uh, begging Howie Roseman for money? I, I listen. If it wasn't a playoff week and I wasn't in a good mood because we have a home playoff game on Saturday, I I would be screaming about that. Is this the time or the place to be talking about your contract? And this stuff bothers me. Like this, we're trying to win a Super Bowl here, and I got a running back who wants a contract. Anyway, my, I'm. I have I've made my peace with Miles Sanders. I'm not going to rip him. He's a he's a good running back, and he's had a nice season. But the, I, I do not want them to establish their own Miles Sanders run after run on 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 Saturday. That's not, you know what you ha, you know what that does. That's going to keep the Giants in the game. And I, I really truly believe Miles Sanders is a good back who's look who looks better because he has a great offensive line in front of him and the threat of a great running quarterback next to him. It makes him better. It's not it, it's I think it's more of a fact than a knock on him. It's just it's just true. I don't think this would be a very effective game plan if they just said, well, we're going to hand it off to Miles because the Giants can't stop the run. No. The Eagles need to come out and have Jalen Hurts' dual threat ability be the focus of the game. And I thought for a lot of this year, it wasn't so much, let's run Jalen, let's throw the ball with Jalen. It's, Jalen, read the defense. What's the numbers advantage? Can we run it or can we pass it? And that made them so dynamic because when teams said, all right, we're going to drop a guy back in coverage. Jalen and Miles would just read the defensive end, and then you know he'd either hand it to him or he'd keep it, and boom, you know, big gains in the run game. And then when defense said, "Ah, oh, sheesh, we gotta, we gotta pull someone, up, we gotta push someone up here to stop the run," well, then it's one on one on the outside. And and, and Jalen did a great job this season with Devonte Smith and AJ Brown in in those kind of plays. Like that's why this offense is so dynamic. Early on, I, I truly believe the whole key on Saturday and moving forward in this postseason. Jalen Hurts has to go back to running. He has to show the Giants, you blitz, I'm running off the edge. Remember what I did to the Packers? 150 or whatever it was yards, I'll do it to you too. Third and two, I'm running. Red zone, I'm willing to run. Like Those are the kind of things. I believe if Jalen Hurts plays like himself, like the guy that we watched all year they went 14-1 and with, I believe the Giants' chances are slim to none. If Jalen Hurts sits back there and he just plays regular quarterback on Saturday and they hand the ball to Miles Sanders because he's our running back and we give it to him in the first half, I think this is going to be a very tight game. And I don't want it to be a tight game. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. I believe it's time for Jalen Hurts to run again. He's off the injury report. He has not been listed the entire week. He's going through full practices. It is time for Jalen Hurts to run a game, to run again. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Agree or disagree? Do you think you know what? Protect that shoulder, be a pocket passer, win that way. I, I say Jalen Hurts has to be the full version of himself, including running back off the injury. We'll take your calls on that, and we got to play this for you. The, we have reached now peak silliness in the Daniel Jones hype, and and for some reason knocking down Jalen Hurts. You have to hear with Tiki Barber, who I, I have a little bit of history with Tiki Barber. What Tiki Barber had to say. On WFAN midday show up in New York today because we've we've gone overboard now in like well I don't know that Daniel Jones guy is really good I don't know about Jalen Hurts like this is the most ridiculous Hurts Jones thing you'll hear all week two one five five nine two nine four nine four it's how you hop board Sports Radio ninety four WIP selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on this Thursday night. we got a lot coming here. We have Elliot Shore Parks, 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, he'll talk about this Eagles-Giants game. He's very confident in the Eagles on Saturday after Saturday evening. We'll have uh, Connor Hughes, who I used to work with uh, back in the day. He's now at SNY Television up in uh, New York. His perspective on this game on Saturday. And, and I think we'll have some fun with this later. We're going to talk about comparisons for the, the quarterbacks left in the postseason. To, and they could be contemporary or, or back-in-the-day quarterbacks. So when I watch players, I always watch them and like I, I see other players. I see guys that played, whether it's now or maybe 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. So I have comps. I, I've thrown the, the Hurts comp out all year. Uh, I have one for Daniel Jones I've thought about a lot recently. So I'll, I'll go through my comps for all of the playoff quarterbacks left in the postseason. We'll have some fun with that coming up about an hour from now. All right, back to the lines here in a second. I want to get your perspective on this because I really think Jalen Hurts has to run on Saturday. I, I don't believe the Eagles could beat the Giants or any playoff team if Jalen Hurts is just a pocket quarterback. If he's like, well, I'm healthy, I could throw, but we're not going to run him. No, he, We need to see full go Jalen Hurts because it makes this offense work. 215-592-9494. First, though, we have now reached insanity when it comes to Daniel Jones. Is he improved? Obviously. Is he a pretty good quarterback now? I think he is. Is he as good as Jalen Hurts? No. Listen to this. Tiki Barber, Midday Show, WFA in New York. I mean, this is just, I mean, he's lost his mind. Tiki's lost it. Here he is today. I think Daniel Jones is in a better position to win this game than Jalen Hurts is for a lot of reasons. One, Daniel Jones is peaking right now. We've seen it the last few weeks of the regular season, and obviously he dominated against Minnesota. He's got a very strong run game. We talk about Philly being fifth. Well, guess what? The Giants are fourth, and Saquon Barkley looked really good last week. He unlimited amount of carries. Daniel Jones adds to that. He rests for 700 yards, and 
uh, seven touchdowns during the season, seventy last week. They got a they got a a defense that is opportunistic and was a pain in the ass of the Eagles at the end of the regular season. When you go look at the Eagles, they sat out last week. They had a bye. Great, they got a little bit healthy. It is what it is. Jalen Hurts has been hurt for almost a month now. A lot of people are speculating that shoulder injury is a lot more than just a little AC joint sprain. He hasn't been overly consistent the last three or four weeks. And his last time in the postseason against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a year ago, he played like crap. I don't know if anyone listening did debate club back in the day, or if you're in any sort of like, you went back and forth with some sort of debate or like a a loss uh, class that that's some of the worst arguing I've ever heard. And and I'm not trying to sit here. I say, I know more football than Tiki Barber. He played, but I know more about what he's talking about right now than he does. I mean, that's just, first of all, that stuff is nonsense. Daniel Jones is peaking. He plays one, he played one good game. He had two games, three games all year over 300 yards, two of them against the Vikings. He has a strong run game. He was their leading rusher last week. Opportunistic defense. The Giants don't force that many turnovers. And Hurts has been inconsistent the last three or four weeks. Hello? He hasn't played. What are we talking about? Also, this may stem from my beef with Tiki Barber. Do you know my, my, my beef with Tiki? Remind me about your beef with Tiki Barber. So when I first got into, uh, we're now Odyssey, but at one point this company was called CBS Radio. So the first job I had with CBS Radio, I actually hosted for a year up in New York on, on WFAM, where Tiki is now. And I won a contest to get up there. And then after that, I ended up coming down here to Philadelphia and WIP. But it was like an American Idol style contest. So there were judges. Like think about like Simon and uh, was Randy Jackson, right? Was he the Paula Abdul? Uh, you could say that. So he, so there were three judges that, that on the day I was up to win, and it was Tiki Barber, it was John Jastrzemski, who's uh, a friend of mine and a, you know guest of the show now. It wasn't a friend then; I didn't know him, but like we become friends. And uh, I believe Kim Jones, who used to work for NFL Network, I'm not sure what she does now. So after I did my little rant, I think about Tim Tebow or something, um, they everyone got to vote on me or the other person, and the uh, Kim and John voted for me. They were my choice. Tiki voted for the other guy. Wow. Yeah, so I have a beef with Tiki Barber. But I also think his argument's silly. It makes no sense. I mean, he, he called the Giants' defense opportunistic. Usually that means you create turnovers. See what the Giants haven't done this year? It's create turnovers. Mm. They're 25th in, in turning the ball over, and they forced two turnovers in their last five games. So that's not necessarily opportunistic. Talked about how great their run offense is. Quite frankly, you're not going to win in the NFL, and you're not going to win in the playoffs by simply running the football, and they're 31st in stopping the run, right? So if you want to talk about a matchup that favors the Eagles more, it's the Eagles run offense against their run defense as opposed to vice versa, and I don't know. I just, what has Daniel Jones done? I think Daniel Jones has had a fine year. I think he's resurrected his career. I think he's going to go on, and they're going to give him a a big Kirk Cousins-esque contract once the offseason hits, but I mean... His one start against the Eagles, he was 18-27 for 169 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty good. That's a good day. He rushed four times for 26 yards and another touchdown. Still lost by 26 points. Yeah, let's pump the brakes on Daniel Jones. The guy threw for 15 touchdowns this year. Like, what What are we doing? 215-592-9494. Willie Holmesburg's up. What's up, Willie? Yeah, yeah how you doing, man? How you doing? I'm good, Willie. What are you thinking about? What's up? You know, uh, you, know you are 100% completely right. You have to put Jalen Hurts to run the ball. Even though if he, if he doesn't find nobody open the downfield, he could run like he did on a couple of weeks first week with the Giants that blew him out 48-22. I won't be the Jalen Hurts that he was before. 
he's not a really a pocket type quarterback. He has to do scramble and do what he does to be the best to beat the um the Giants on Saturday night. Well, and, and Willie, and Willie, that's it. This is the biggest game, and he's got to do what he's got to play his game, right? I, I don't want to see him out right. there not running, or, or or you know, it's it's a, a play where the pressure's coming, and normally he runs off the edge and he just stands back there and just throws it away. I don't want that because they they need the full version of Hurts to win. Yes, well, the thing, um, Eagles get all the players back for injuries except for Avante Maddox. Am I correct? Yes, they are. They will have twenty-one of twenty-two starters out there Saturday. So that means that means Lane Johnson's coming back too. Oh, he has, yes, he's ready to go. Okay. He is ready to go. Right. Okay, thank you, thank you. Have a good one. You, Willie, thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, I'm not the one getting them healthy. I'm not the doctor. I'm just just looking at the injury report. Yeah, I don't think you have much influence on it. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm happy Lane Johnson's playing, but I, um, I, I, <laughs> I have no influence. Kyle is at Doyleson. What's up, Kyle? Hey, Joe, I just wanted to give a call and uh, hopefully shed some <clears throat> some positivity on the Eagles. Everyone's been all scared because the Giants had one good game. Um, I guess my only, my not fear, but my only uh, hesitation with saying that it should be an easy win is I, I, I just want them to have some sort of defensive plan for Daniel Jones' legs. It seems like in the past couple of years that's the one thing that they have had a positive on is we'll cover everybody in coverage. There's no one to have an eye on Daniel Jones, and he's completing a lot of third downs which continues drives, and that's the only thing I don't want to see. Yeah, I, well, um, I, Kyle, I agree with you on that. Um, and Jones last week, it's 70, you know, over 70 yards rushing. He can run. I mean, we've seen that before. And, and, and that's the kind of stuff that – the worst thing would be if it becomes like a Commanders game or a Saints game where it's like they're not the, – those teams didn't destroy the Eagles like with big plays, but they just kept converting third and three to first down, third and four, exactly. first down. And then it felt like you know it limits possessions and then the offense never gets going. Those are frustrating kind of games. And that's the biggest thing I'm kind of not even concerned with. But what I think they should really do is on the first on the first series, the first offensive drive, first or second play should be a couple RPOs where they threaten with Jalen Hurts with the run. Even if he's not 100% healthy, let the Giants fear that. and Let that get in their heads that they can't commit to one half or the other because that's what makes our offense so dynamic is the fact there's RPRs and, there's, and also there's RPOs. Without Jalen Hurts' legs – our offense isn't our offense, and that's why the other caller, Malik, was talking about uh, the Miles Sanders running game. But what's Miles Sanders' yards before contact? That guy's got to be averaging at least three yards, four yards before contact, and he's averaging five yards a carry. So the fact that he's getting those yards uh, per carry is because of Jalen Hurts is making the defense look one way so he can keep out the other, and that's what's making Miles Sanders so effective this year. Kyle, you're, I mean, you're spot on. I mean, you're speaking my language, speaking Tucker's language. Kyle, we appreciate it. I mean, that's that's kind of what the evening shows, but preaching for years. If you go back... It's 490. 490 after contact. Before contact. Excuse me, before. Yeah, uh, uh, so half or so? Uh, so he's 781 after contact, 1271 total. Yeah, so... So, a th- uh, so about a third. Uh, so if you, you look it up, he averages 3.07 yards after contact mm-hmm. per rush. That's 16th in the NFL. Yeah, I th- and I think he's run tougher this year. I think he's run his best this year. I, again, I, I don't think Miles Sanders is a bad running back. I also think if, if we're going to run the game through Miles Sanders on Saturday, there's a very good chance it's 23-20 Giants in the fourth quarter and we're all upset. Like, that's not the way you win a playoff game. And I'm game. not paying a running back who ranks 16th in yards after contact No, $12 million a year. No, it's just not happening. And and what what our last caller said there is what we've been saying for years. Jalen... Do you remember the Jalen Hurts' first game in 2020 when he put against the Saints? Well, it's not like the only 
Sanders didn't have a good season. He wasn't having great games, and Hurts got in there, right? The RPO game, it, it, it changed the offense instantly, and all of a sudden Sanders was alive again. Well, why is he alive again? Because the defenders had to freeze. Is Hurts keeping the ball or not? And that extra step is everything, and I think that with this entire offense. This offense goes because the defenses have no idea what Jalen Hurts is going to do. If they defend the pass, he kills them with his legs, and if they defend the run, he throws on against one-on-one coverage, which is what every quarterback wants, especially ones that have a pretty good you know, ability to throw the ball deep. You give me one-on-one, I've got a good receiver, we're winning those. Those 50-50 balls become 65-35 passes, and I'll take A.J. Brown, I'll take Devontae Smith, and I'll take big plays down the field. But if Jalen Hurts doesn't run, and the Giants know it, it, cha- it, it makes this game hard, and I don't want that. Jalen Hurts needs to run on Sunday. He has to be himself. Eric is in Maryland. Hey, Eric. Hey, how you guys? How you doing? Good, Eric. What are you thinking tonight? What's up? Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, some players that need to play better for this game in order for the Eagles to be at their best. Okay. Uh, one of them is uh, Jordan Mailata. I feel like he's he's had a a subpar season. I wouldn't say poor, but he hasn't played up to the contract extension. And uh, he's shown this year uh, that he has had some trouble with uh, the speed rushers. And I know Thibodeau will be flipping, you know, he can play either side. So he may just go to the weaker side, which would be lame. But, you know, I just want, you know, those players to step up. Uh, obviously, we need Darius Slade to be, uh, you know, in the game. Uh, you know, can't have any lapses or anything like that. You know what I mean? Uh, in general, I just want everybody to play up to their standard, up to the standard that they set the whole season. You know, and... and Again, I want the coaches, Nick and uh, Gannon, to use the entire offensive and defensive playbooks. This is not time, like you've been saying, to hold anything back. Just open it up. You know, don't, don't, you know, no trick plays or anything like that unless the down distance situation calls for it. But, you know, one of the things that I saw in what I think it was the previous Giants game was on a third or short or fourth and short, you know, instead of jailing doing the sneak, he pitched it out to Miles, which mm-hmm. I thought was really clever. That was a very clever scheme. So I just want everybody to play up to the standards, and thank you for taking my call. Well, Eric, you got it, man. I appreciate it. I, I agree with what Eric said there about Mylotta. I don't think Mylotta has played – I'm trying to think of the right word. Is is it okay this year? He's not He's not been bad. He's not been poor. Um, but I, I don't think he's been as dominant as we talk about. Right? And, he's been and, fine. Fine, okay, fine. Uh, and I think we have a high standard because of what he's done in the past. Uh, I think we, we continue to think he will continue to ascend because he's not an old player. And they paid him. They paid him you know, early, before the first game, I think, of, the la- of last season, to be their franchise left tackle. He's been fine. And I, I think we probably have a higher bar than most fans. Most fans probably take him. And I would, I, mean, I would too. I like him. But, yeah, he's got to play really well. I mean, think about the next few weeks. Like, you know, I think the Giants have a couple of pretty good pass rushers. Next week, it's going to be likely well, – what doesn't matter. It's either Nick Bosa or Micah Parsons next week. So if they're getting to the Super Bowl, my lot has got to play really well these next two weeks. Yeah, you look at his numbers from last year. This year, he'll have three sacks last year, six sacks this year, 25 total pressures last year, 38 total pressures this year. And if you believe in pro football focus grades, 83.8 pass blocking grade last year, 72.5. Passive blocking grade this year. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big dip in all those things. I, I mean, I mean, look, do we also 
graded on a little bit of a uh, – are we skewed in our grading because we're watching Lane Johnson on the other side and Jason Kelsey? Like we're watching a Hall of Famer at center and a guy who's who's putting together Hall of Fame seasons at right tackle? Yeah, and we also had Jason Peters here back in the day when he was actually good for a while, play at a Hall of Fame level. So there's, there's – I mean, that all factors in. The Eagles have had some really good offensive linemen. But, yeah, he's got he's to play better. And as far as Slay goes, I'm not worried about Slay. I mean – He's had a good season. Was he better in the first half than the second half? Yes. I also don't think Darius Slay is going to get torched by these Giants receivers. Next week, I feel like it's a big week for the like the Slay, like Slay's Philadelphia legacy. Next week, if especially if it's the Niners with all those weapons, feels like a big week. Next week, just kind of want a big play. Just feel like he's been invisible. Well, I mean, James Bradbury has outplayed him this season. Well, I, agree I don't with think that. there's any question about that. I do agree with that. Yeah. So you're asking for a big play from big play. Yeah, why not? Like, I don't know, bat a pass, intercept a ball, do something other than give up a long touchdown? Yeah, I mean, it's a bad taste in our mouth. It ended with that Slayton touchdown against him. Uh, not Slayton, what's his name? Galladay in uh, in Week 18. Matt is in Montgomeryville. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's up, Matt? What are you thinking? Um, I couldn't agree with you more on Hurts. He's got he's to run when he's in open field. That's going to open up the run game completely. I don't, I don't understand. Again, another quick thing is I don't understand what Tiki Barber's saying right now about Daniel Jones. He's, he's thinking like he's demanding out there or whatnot. But I, that was crazy when I heard that. But I couldn't agree with you more on Jalen Hurts. He's got to he's got to run. Like I, he's off the injury report. When he's open, run out of bounds. Don't get hit. I, I, he has to run for us to win this game. Well, and, and, and Matt, I think we're both on the same page in that there's a way to be smart about it. Like, I, I'm not asking him to run 17 times, and I, I would hope anytime it's one-on-one like what happened in the Bears game, like, just slide. Like, I'm okay with that. But but we watched Week 18. He was fine throwing the football, but they couldn't score. I think it was because the Giants knew he wasn't going to run. Yeah, and, and that proved the point where he can't just be a pocket passer. Like, we saw what he wanted to do. Like, he wanted to be a pocket passer in that situation, and I don't think he's at his best. And I think a lot of people know he's at his best when he's running the football. And and that when it makes the whole offense better. Matt, we appreciate your phone call. Like, so I know there's been games. Right? We can go through the box scores. The Pittsburgh game, the Tennessee game, the Vikings game in week two, where he basically hasn't run. Right, He's been a just a throwing quarterback. But, but there's also was the threat of that. You know, his legs get into the opponent's head and it changes the way they play defense. That's the big thing. I'm not. It's not even so much a number of runs. I just think doing it early, showing the Giants on Saturday, he's back. He's playing our offense like normal, puts the Eagles in a significant advantage. It, it just it it makes everything easier. It defines where they're going to go with the football. It defines what the Giants are going to do on defense. It makes the whole thing better for the Eagles. And if they don't have that, it's a different kind of offense. It's just not. It goes from being dynamic. To, to not dynamic. I mean, it's just it's a completely different kind of offense. They need Jalen Hurts to play like Jalen Hurts, stylistically. They need that in order to win this football game on Saturday. Otherwise, I'm telling you right now, if, if we look at if we watch the game on on Saturday and it, the first quarter goes by and it's obvious Hurts doesn't want to run the football, it's going to be a tight game. I don't believe that the Eagles will have the ability to run away from the Giants if the Giants know he ain't running. I, I just think they'll play defense in a way to make it hard on them. But if he's running and he's moving and he's doing his thing, uh, they could put up points. I mean, we saw it. Look at the two games. I mean, Hurts started both of them, and the first one they put up 48 points, second one they put up, what did they score in the last week of the season? I don't remember. 20? Uh, like It was a weird number, wasn't it? It wasn't like 18 or 19? Something like that. 
The Giants scored a touchdown to get to 10, maybe? It was 22-16. to 16. 20, So they scored 22, right? So it was 22-10 or something, maybe? Or 22-9, and the Giants scored another touchdown? Whatever it was. 20... It was 19-3 to 3 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. They, they Again, they didn't pull away. They were winning. They were... You knew they would probably win, but they didn't pull away, and that was against backups. Zach is in Roars for... Hey, Zach. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Zach. What are you thinking? Good. Uh, yeah, so... Um, you know, I was I was kind of listening earlier, um, and I, a caller called about Miles Sanders and his carries and stuff. So I just kind of wanted to make a point about that fast, and then uh, you know I'll give you my Jalen Hurts point. Um, the the Miles Sanders thing. See, the the thing with Miles Sanders, and I've watched his kids since he was in Penn State. Like, he's there's a reason why like a lot of games this year you kind of notice his productivity wouldn't be as much as like the game next to it. Like there like it was always kind of like one game he was really good, one game he was kind of bad. And or not not bad, but he just wouldn't have as many carries. And like the reason was is because like he's he's kind of fragile. Like he he's he he's a home run hitter when the defense is tired. Like you get to a third down, he's the type of person that he can break a run, or even maybe on first down because our line is so good at pushing blocks that he's constantly getting that yards per carry. But you like you said earlier, you can't you can't rely on a Miles Sanders type of running back to get twenty twenty two twenty four carries a game because he's just not that guy. He's He's the type of guy that will average the 12 to 15 carries a game because we have a quarterback that can also run eight to 10 times a game and then two other backs that can run, you know, six to 10 carries each or whatever the case may be. Like, we are a dominant running game. So I think that, like, when people disregard Jalen's legs, they're not putting that into consideration that our line thrives off of having so much versatility in our backfield that, like you were saying earlier, like Jalen Hurts, he needs to have his legs. This is how the offense operates, and this is how it thrives the best. And the Giants' defense now is, you know, with Adoree Jackson and Thibodeau's coming into his shell, like, he's going to need to run. I mean, he, he's just going to need to run because guys like A.J. Brown, it's not going to be easy for him to just always be open this game. Like, these guys are coming to play. Well, they are. And, Zach, the one thing you said, it took me back to, I think it was like week two or three, uh, Dan Orlovsky on ESPN did this whole breakdown of why the Eagles are the best offense in the NFL out of empty, right, when it's it's five receivers out there and, and just hurts in the backfield. And he was basically saying, like, if you put a spy in, right, you keep a linebacker to watch Jalen, every receiver he's got is one-on-one. So he'll just pick the best matchup and, and he's he'll just make the throw and they, they, they can make a big play. And if you don't leave anyone in, he's just going to take off and run. Like we saw against the Colts, we saw against the Bears. Like if you just if you forget about him, he's just going to run for 20 or 30 yards and the Packers, he'll just break, he'll break your back. So he's got to be able to do that so to make it hard on the Giants. Right, and I, and I just want to make a quick comment about Tiki Barber. Tiki, you're a goofball, dude. You, you know, there's a reason why, like, half your fan base is divided on whether or not Daniel Jones is your starting quarterback. It's because we've seen your Daniel Jones play a good game before, a great game, a good yards, a good this. But, like, he's inconsistent. And, unfortunately, when Saturday comes around and talent's on the field, then we're going to see how just wonderful Daniel Jones is. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, Zach, I agree. And and, and we preached the phone call. Look, I – Daniel Jones has graduated from bad quarterback to obviously, I think, a pretty good one. And I agree with Tucker. He's probably going to get like a Kirk Cousins kind of contract. And that's fine. I mean, they can enjoy that up in New York. But the idea the idea that Tiki Barber thinks that, that Daniel Jones is in a better position to win the game, he's a seven-and-a-half-point underdog on the road. Like, what better position? Like, It's one thing to say he'd rather have him. I mean, just just say that if that's what you feel. But better position implies you, you have the better situation around you. He has the worst team. He's on the road. Like, it, it just it doesn't make any sense at all. And as far as how he's played, I, I think there's now become this 
it's just the hype is off the charts. I, I also think sometimes when teams win in the wild card round, the hype gets silly heading into this round because, especially when it's against a team that has a bye. Right? There's, the, the Chiefs and Eagles haven't done anything over the past couple of weeks. They've sat at home and watched. And, and the Eagles in particular, well, they, they weren't playing their best down the stretch, and then they had a bye week. So it's like they've been out of the they've been out of the consciousness for a while now in terms of how good they've been. Meanwhile, the Giants just want a playoff game, so everyone wants to talk about Daniel Jones. But like again, it's the same quarterback that this season threw for three thousand two hundred and five yards and fifteen touchdowns. You know they're five and zero when he throws two touchdowns in a game, which means he's only thrown five two touchdowns in a game five times. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's part of the story. And look, his his passer rating was ninety two point five this year. He just he straight like as we talk about Miles Sanders kind of being inconsequential to the Eagles' success. Kind of feel the same way about Daniel Jones. He he might not lose you a game, but I don't know if the, if it was fourth quarter, Eagles up four with a minute and a half to go, and them starting at their own twenty. Are you worried about him leading them on a touchdown drive? No, I'm not. Now, now and also part of that is he doesn't have great weapons, so I don't think like someone's going to make a great circus catch for him and help him out. Eight thirty. I'm gonna we'll play a game where we we kind of go back in time and compare pre- these quarterbacks, the eight that are left in the playoffs, to guys that we've seen in the past. And I have a as Tucker described it, it made me think even more about my comp for Daniel Jones. I'll, I'll tell you about it coming up. Cause I, he reminds me of a guy like, like we've seen this before and pretty good quarterback could have a nice career, but you're not scared by this guy. Alex is up on WIPA. Alex. Hello. Hello, Alex. Hey, what's going on guys? How what, you doing? What's up, man? What are you thinking? So I'm thinking, right. And just, and just from, from you guys, personal opinion, this as well as mine on December 11th, we played the giants, right? Yep. And I, I feel like everybody's forgetting. We played them at MetLife. Play them at their home, right? Ooh, excuse me. Do you feel as though that the Giants were at their best ability, at their best playing ability as a team, as a coach, when we played in December? No, no, I don't. They had a lot of injuries, defensive line. Um, they uh, Saquon, I think, was on a pitch count that day because he had, you know, he had the injury to his neck. So no, I don't, I don't think they were at their best. Okay, okay. So they they weren't too much at their best, but we could say they were like what sixty percent. Yeah, Saquon yeah. In and out, you know, he was in there put, putting a little bit of work in, but not as much. Right, right. Daniel Jones, he yeah, he was okay, but he wasn't he wasn't nothing special, right? Can no. we agree on that? Agree. Okay, so what 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 I what I'm trying to get to is the point is that we're at home. We're at home. If, just like you said, if Jalen Hurts plays to his best ability, which is running with the ball, creating options, and, and all those type of you know AJ Brown and uh, Smith and all that good stuff, they have no chance against us. I feel it though. I feel it though. It's, it's the playoffs. It's at it's in Philadelphia. I feel as though if we come. We come 100%. Even if, even if, say, if Jalen Hurts is, say, he's 100% for like the first quarter, second quarter, say something happens, gets hit, I still think that we still have a great advantage over them because it's the playoffs. These guys, they won one game against the Vikings. Come on. Daniel Jones was in the pocket for hours getting rid of the ball. You know what I mean? I feel as though, I think personally, that it's not that it's not like it's going to be a windfall, like, oh my God, we're going to destroy them. But I feel like as long as we come with our A game and do what we have to do, it shouldn't even be close. Well, and if they play, I, I like that, Alex, and I appreciate your phone call. If the Eagles play their A game, they're going to win this game by double digits. I believe that. Now, if they play a B plus game, is it a touchdown game? Probably. If they play a B or a C game, 
are we talking about a nail biter to the end? Yeah. And if they play a D or an F game, well, then they, they they'll go home. It's the playoffs. Like you can't win like that against almost anyone in the playoffs. But that's it. They play their A game, including Jalen Hurts playing like he usually does. They're they're moved on to the NFC title game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We got a couple great guests. Elliot Shore Parks next. We'll talk to Connor Hughes of SNY and uh, New York coming up at nine. We'll compare the quarterbacks left in the playoffs to present day or past quarterbacks, who they remind us of, and um, a lot more coming up. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Elliot next, and your calls. Should Jalen Hurts run and play like he has all year, or do you think you know what? Keep protecting that shoulder. Be a pocket passer. I say he's got to play like him to beat the Giants and move on. 215-592-9494. Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.